February 21st, Peter Damien, Bishop and Doctor. St. Peter Damien was born at Ravenna in 1007. After completing his studies, he began to teach, but soon abandoned this and entered the hermitage of Fonte of Vienna, where, once elected prior, he promoted the religious life with such fervor that all of Italy was affected by his renewal. During calamitous times, he helped the Roman pontiffs through, through his works and writings, and by various missions on behalf of church reform. He was created bishop and cardinal of Ostia by Pope Stephen IX. Peter Damien died in 1072, and soon afterward was venerated as a saint. Faith of our fathers, faith and prayer, shall win all nations unto thee, and through the truth that comes from God mankind shall then indeed be free. Faith of our fathers, holy faith, we will be true to thee until death. Faith of our fathers, we will love both friend and foe in all our strife, and preach thee too as love knows how, by kindly deeds and virtuous life. Faith of our fathers, holy faith, we will be true to thee till death. Our God will be made manifest. He will not come in silence. The God of gods, the Lord, has spoken and summoned the earth from the rising of the sun to its setting. Out of Zion's perfect beauty he shines. Our God comes, he keeps silence no longer. Before him fire devours, around him tempest rages. He calls on the heavens and the earth to witness his judgment of his people. Summon before me my people who made covenant with me by sacrifice. The heavens proclaim his justice, for God himself is the judge. Glory to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit, as it was in the beginning, is now, and will be forever. Amen. Our God will be made manifest. He will not come in silence. Offer to God the sacrifice of praise. Listen, my people, I will speak. Israel, I will testify against you, for I am God, your God. I accuse you, lay the charge before you. I find no fault with your sacrifices. Your offerings are always before me. I do not ask more bullocks from your farms, nor goats from among your herds. For I own all the beasts of the forest, beasts in their thousands on my hills. I know all the birds in the sky, and all that moves in the field belongs to me. Were I hungry, I would not tell you, for I own the world and all it holds. Do you think I eat the flesh of bulls or drink the blood of goats? Pay your sacrifice of thanksgiving to God, and render him your votive offerings. Call on me in the day of distress. I will free you, and you shall honor me. Glory to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit, as it was in the beginning, is now, and will be forever. Amen. Offer to God the Sacrifice of Praise I want a loving heart more than sacrifice, knowledge of my ways more than holocausts. But God says to the wicked, But how can you recite my commandments and take my covenant on your lips, you who despise my law and throw my words to the winds, you who see a thief and go with him, who throw in your lot with adulterers, who unbridle your mouth for evil and whose tongue is plotting crime, you who sit and malign your brother and slander your own mother's son, you do this, and I and should I keep silence? Do you think that I am like you? Mark this, you who never think of God, lest I seize you and you cannot escape. A sacrifice of thanksgiving honors me, and I will show God's salvation to the upright. Glory to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit, as it was in the beginning, is now, and will be forever. Amen. 
Father, accept us as a sacrifice of praise, so that we may go through life unburdened by sin, walking in the way of salvation, and always giving thanks to you. Amen. I want a loving heart more than sacrifice, knowledge of my ways more than holocausts. Listen, my people, and I will speak. I am the Lord your God. A reading from the book of Sirach. The man who devotes himself to the study of the law of the Most High explores the wisdom of the men of old and occupies himself with the prophecies. He treasures the discourses of famous men and goes to the heart of involved sayings. He studies obscure parables and is busied with the hidden meanings of the sages. He is in attendance on the great and has entrance to the ruler. He travels among the peoples of foreign lands to learn what is good and evil among men. His care is to seek the Lord his Maker, to petition the Most High, to open his lips in prayer, to ask pardon for his sins. Then, if it pleases the Lord Almighty, he will be filled with the spirit of understanding. He will pour forth his words of wisdom, and in prayer give thanks to the Lord, who will direct his knowledge and his counsel as he meditates upon his mysteries. He will show the wisdom of what he has learned, and glory in the law of the Lord's covenant. Many will praise his understanding. His fame can never be effaced. Unfading will be his memory. Through all generations his name will live. Peoples will speak of his wisdom, and in assembly sing his praises. The Word of the Lord In the midst of the church he spoke with eloquence. The Lord filled him with the spirit of wisdom and understanding. The Lord has rewarded him with joy and gladness. The Lord filled him with the spirit of wisdom and understanding. Reading from a letter by St. Peter Damien, Bishop. You asked me to write you some words of consolation, my brother. Embittered by so many tribulations, you are seeking some comfort for your soul. You asked me to offer you some soothing suggestions. But there is no need for me to write. Consolation is already within your reach, if your good sense has not been dulled. My son, come to the service of God. Stand in justice and fear. Prepare your soul, it is about to be tested. These words of Scripture show that you are a son of God and, as such, should take possession of your inheritance. What could be clearer than this exhortation? Where there is justice as well as fear, adversity will surely test the spirit. But it is not the torment of a slave. Rather, it is the discipline of a child by its parent. Even in the midst of his many sufferings, the holy man Job could say, Whip me, crush me, cut me in slices. And he would always add, This at least would bring me relief, yet my persecutor does not spare me. But for God's chosen ones there is great comfort. The torment lasts but a short time. Then God bends down, cradles the fallen figure, whispers words of consolation. With hope in his heart, man picks himself up, and walks again toward the glory of happiness in heaven. Craftsmen exemplify this same practice. By hammering gold, the smith beats out the dross. The sculptor files battle to reveal a shining vein underneath. The potter's furnace puts vessels to the test, and the fire of suffering tests the metal of just men. The Apostle James echoes this thought. Think it a great joy, dear brothers and sisters, when you stumble onto the many kinds of trials and tribulations. When men suffer pain for the evil they have perpetrated in life, they should take some reassurance. They also know that for their good deeds undying rewards await them in the life to come. 
Therefore, my brother, scorned as you are by men, lashed as it were by God, do not despair. Do not be depressed. Do not let your weakness make you impatient. Instead, let the serenity of your spirit shine through your face. Let the joy of your mind burst forth. Let words of thanks break from your lips. The way that God deals with men can only be praised. He lashes them in this life to shield them from the eternal lash in the next. He pins people down now. At a later time, he will raise them up. He cuts them before healing. He throws them down to raise them anew. The scriptures reassure us. Let your understanding strengthen your patience. In serenity, look forward to the joy that follows sadness. Hope leads you to that joy and love enkindles your zeal. The well-prepared mind forgets the suffering inflicted from without and glides eagerly to what it has contemplated within itself. Blessed is the man who is found without fault, who does not make gold his life's object, who does not put his trust in wealth. His future will be secure in the Lord. He was able to sin, but did not. He was able to do wrong, but would not. His future will be secure in the Lord. Let us pray. All-powerful God, help us to follow the teachings and example of Peter Damien. By making Christ and the service of his church the first love of our lives, may we come to the joys of eternal light, where he lives and reigns with you and the Holy Spirit, one God, forever and ever. Amen. Let us praise the Lord and give him thanks.